This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Enzo transition coming almost too late for U.S. crop season. The climate is in the process of transitioning from what was a strong La Nina into what will likely become a strong El Nino. Some of the traits of the El Nino are registering, others are not. The water along the equatorial Pacific toward South America is plenty hot for an El Nino, but not everything else has fallen into place. We have been having trouble shaking drought here in the United States and in Argentina. Drought has been lingering as well. The Southern Oscillation Index, tracked by the Australian Bureau of Meteorology, has taken a detour from El Nino. It tracks Pacific trade winds, and the 90-day SOI had achieved El Nino status, averaging a negative 15.26 in May. A negative 8 is required for El Nino. The SOI breathes in and out, often in a trend. The 90-day SOI has since retrograded. As of last Thursday, the 30-day SOI was a positive 3.16, and the 90-day at a negative 6.02 was still short of El Nino status. The daily SOI contributor, however, has returned to trend again toward El Nino. The Pacific Ocean temps had risen sharply ahead of trend and then flattened out at elevated levels during the recent adjustment period. The Enzo transition had not just fully yet connected to all cylinders. We have every reason to believe that it will soon completely be engaged, but the interim is lasting longer than many expected. There is no analog year that fits the pattern we've been seeing. 2023 is unique to its own weather. The Climate Prediction Center's three-month outlook through October fully integrates the connecting El Nino dominating U.S. weather. It is not currently connected, so that means that they think that we are on the cusp of that happening. It needs to happen very soon, as if it delays past early August, the benefit escapes these crops. Our bet is that by late fall it will be engaged, but too late to greatly impact this year's U.S. crop, except maybe for a wet harvest conditions. Remember that they call the three-month outlook an outlook instead of a forecast, as it doesn't carry the confidence of a forecast. There is a 70% chance of a trend line yield in an El Nino year. Many will log this as an El Nino year because of the equatorial temperatures. I do not think that this crop yield is trend line, so at the very least it is in the 30% outlier. One of the anomalies that doesn't line up with an El Nino is the cold water off the southern California coast. In an El Nino, it should be warm, too. It is called the Pacific Meridional Mode, which links the atmosphere to the El Nino. The connection is yet to be fully made. The PMM is still negative. There is warm water in the northern coast off California and Canada. Warm water holds more moisture, which makes its way from the Pacific into the Corn Belt. Corn Belt temperatures are expected to be brutal this week. Corn in previously stressed areas that got a saving drink of water recently have no reserve during this period of peak water usage. They will take a hit again this week. If the ridge retrogrades southwest again the following week, heat extremes in the Corn Belt should moderate and ridge riders can return. USDA factored El Nino into its monthly forecast for August. It is August next week. Deterioration must first be arrested. Just normal precipitation temperatures are not enough to add many bushels. The forecast, if correct, would favor soybeans more than corn. Gulf and Atlantic temperatures have been unusually hot. This primes the pump for some terrific tropical storm and hurricane conditions as warm water and air holds more moisture and fuel storms. 
The position of the Bermuda High also impacts Gulf Storm activity. The high migrates in the Atlantic, which causes fluctuations in our weather. There are times when it builds westward and is configured in such a way to change our winds to a south-southeasterly direction. This sometimes brings in tropical air masses and lots of moisture. As high had wandered off from Bermuda, getting closer to Europe this spring, there reported some signs that it may be gravitating back home. If we get this all working by this fall, my fear is that we'll break the drought in the heartland with deluges fed by storms and moisture from the Gulf. We have seen this already in the northeast U.S. My thoughts are that the El Nino is coming and will likely be engaged for the South American crop season, which matches our fall and winter. I would expect the PMM to go positive and have the El Nino engaged for crops in 2024. We are leaving later this week for a trip to Alaska. We will try not to get lost in Denali. I will be interested in talking to the locals there about their climate. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.